What you been doing, Taylor? What do I, let's start with you. Because last time we started with me. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, 2020 kind of started off. I want to say rough. It started off different. Yeah. Like, you know, usually when the New Year starts, you feel like... I know when 2019 started, I felt all pumped. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this, that, and third. Like, everything's just going to be different. I started 2020, I was just like, okay. Another day. Yeah. Gotta go to work. <laughs> Gotta do this. But I think it's a good thing, though. It felt like it was more of a continuation of what mm-hmm. I had built in 2019 than trying to, like, start over and be this brand new person. And so... stuff of like oh this is how I want to be a better person I just have to take those daily like make those daily small changes like me eating healthier like I just had to stop like going out to eat and started actually like making my meals at home just simple stuff like that because I knew I wanted to be healthier me wanting to work out more that means I have to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and so (laughs) it's just something that I've always known I wanted to do but it doesn't feel like, oh, it's a new year. I need to start it. It's just like a, I just want to be a better version of myself. So these are the things I just need to do. But it doesn't feel like I'm just going into like this, oh my gosh, this brand new year. Just so much. Yeah, the year's still filled with endless possibilities. And that's amazing. But it feels like in 2019, I kind of set myself up so that coming into 2020, I'm just building on the foundation I already laid in 2019 which is a good feeling because I've never really felt this way and so it was kind of strange so the first week I sat in bed because I didn't know what to do with these feelings Mm. yeah and so I was really just like coming home and like going through the motions because we put so much pressure on the new year um to kind of turn our lives around and because of that pressure that I wasn't feeling I didn't really know how to handle it and I didn't really know what it was for a long time so I would come home I would work on stuff but it just felt different and so I would just go to sleep and I slept for like 10 hours Mm. and that's not a good thing at all and I was sleeping because I didn't know really what to do I didn't really know where I was going and so I didn't really snap out of it until like last week and I just had to wake up and I was like okay you can't really keep doing this it's not working for you you're not progressing you're going in circles rather than going forward so what do you need to do to get it together so i prayed yeah (laughs) i prayed and i journaled and i wrote down like because i i have my goals for quarter one and so i sat and i wrote down what i wanted to do and how i wanted to grow even more but at the end of the day it doesn't matter what i want to do it's what god wants me to do And so I really had to sit with him and just listen and hear what he had to say and where he was trying to take me. And so from that, I was able to figure out what was working for me and what wasn't and make those changes that way. And so I feel like this week I've been super productive. I feel like I'm tired and I want to take naps, not because I don't know what's going on, but because I've actually been working. Like, 
my list are they're getting checked off and I feel like I'm actually going in the right direction I was meant to go and it just took a little just took a little time it took like like 10 days but that's not the point (laughs) so we're here 2020 I mean at this point I'm not trying to put too much on it I'm just trying to see where God takes me at this point but I mean it's just January (laughs) it's literally just January it's just January but yeah that's really in a nutshell that's how my 2020 has been going how's yours been going well (laughs) um no but for me 2020 it started off great and it hasn't been bad or anything it's it's been 16 days today's january 16th of experiences Hmm. It's only January 16th. And that's great. That's fine. That means it's a lot more time to get it right. Not perfect, but get it right. Right. Um, but for me, you know, 2020 started off great. Like, I told you what the word was at church. And it was restoration. And I really resonated with that solely because when you feel like, and again, when you're operating your feelings, it's fickle. So it's never factual. But... Mm-hmm. When you just go through things or go through seasons or years when you feel like things are being taken and you're not getting the opportunities that you work for or you're falling or you're mm-hmm. not doing, you feel like you're not doing your best or you're just not giving yourself room to breathe, it can be really hard and restricting on you when it's time to meet new goals or when you're trying to continue goals. Right. Um, to know that I can have restoration. And not just in a tangible monetary way means a lot to me because it's something that I prayed for. It's something that I really honestly and truly hope would happen for me. Not even about the things that you thought would happen, mm-hmm. but more so about the things that, dang, God, it's really like that. Like, <laughs> dang, like, you really, we, we out here doing that? <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess, I mean, you know better than me, but I guess, yeah, I guess. Sure. Um, I don't know, a great example of that would just be, like, when I lost my mom, like, it was really, it was hard, and it's hard, but it's also, like, wow, we just out here taking people, huh, like, <laughs> and you have to laugh, like, you can't just be super sad about it all the mm-hmm. time, like, again, when you're operating in your feelings, you're not gonna know how to move past or know how to get that grace that God says you can have, that God said that you can have. But I use that example because it's like you're expected to be sad all the time. You're expected to be always disappointed. You're expected or people expect you to be, oh, it's okay. I'm like, I'm fine. Are you okay? (laughs) Like, I'm really straight though. (laughs) And then people take that as, oh, you're still, you're, you're just, you're mourning, you're just grieving. I'm like, yeah, but not today. <laughs> like, I understand why, well, not even why, but I understand how it happened, and I'm at peace with that. And that example is so strong because it's a strong thing. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, you're not supposed to get past that. I have older, yeah, and it, again, I understand, well, I can see, I don't understand, but I can see why people think that, or people would 
I guess want you to be sad. I feel like people are mistaking or like getting past it as forgetting. Yeah, you don't ever forget. Right. You never forget. That's that's I can give you play by play, detail for detail from the moment to the ending. Right. But it's coming in terms with you have to give yourself grace and you have to mm-hmm. understand there's restoration on the other side of that heartbreak. I didn't understand that then, but it took a lot of therapy. <laughs> it took a lot of um, counseling. It took a lot of getting out of the house. The first thing, one of the first things my daddy did was when he bought us a dog. <laughs> but two, Sounds about right. he got us out of the house. Like, he was like, you know, Chris, that's my brother. You got to go to football practice. You got to be active. You can't sit in this. Sydney. You got to go with Quincy and her mom and Tyler and her mom or whoever and her mom and keep living because that's what she would have wanted. Right. And life doesn't stop. It does not stop. I tell people that all the time. (laughs) I'm like, life doesn't stop because, and I hate to say it like that, but I always say this. I'm like, life doesn't stop because my mom's like ended. And that's, it it can sound harsh, but if you really think about it. It doesn't. Nothing stops. Everything is constant. And... Back to the original point. <laughs> um, when I think of the new year, and especially 2020, it's a very special year. I think that for myself, I'm continuing projects. I didn't, okay. I don't want to, I never wanted to be one of those people. Who try to start something new. Yeah, just because year. it's just oh, because it's the new year. January 1. Let me, <laughs> let me start something All right, oh, new year, new year. Dropping this project, dropping that project. If it wasn't already in my spirit to work on, right. if it wasn't something that the Holy Spirit is like, this is what you need to do. If it wasn't an urgency before, why? Why now? If it's not... Yeah. Nothing's going to change from December 31st and January 1st. <laughs> Absolutely like, nothing. It's weird. Don't just ignite <laughs> From it hitting 12 o'clock. Like, that's not how Unless works. you a special circumstance, honey. Right. It does not. <laughs> nothing changes. Nothing at all changes. And I think we, especially, like, the digital age, love to be like, oh, it's January 1st. Or let me drop 5,000 things. And when right. people do that on January 1st, I'm like. It's so oversaturated. You know, everybody how many drops everything. dropping stuff in January, on January first. Like, like just from a marketing standpoint, it's just not smart. Like first of all, it's still a holiday, so nobody's paying attention. Everybody's recovering. It's small. It's like minimal attention. Yeah. People are like they're recapping their yeah. 20, like twenty nineteen. They're talking about their twenty twenty goals. Like they're not worried about anybody but themselves. I feel like people don't realize that. Like January first, mm-hmm. people are doing a lot of self reflection. And so yeah. no one's worried about what you Which is a very beautiful thing. I think yeah. that's the best time to do self-reflection. I always find myself, New Year has always been very tender for me. Um, I always find myself doing a lot of just unintentional too, just like reflecting mm-hmm. and finding a list I made in January. Isn't that so amazing? And it's, but it's like, it's the beauty in it is that I didn't, I wasn't hard pressed on, mm-hmm. oh, this has to be done by February 3rd. This has to be done by March, April, May, X, Y, and Z. I just, you have to, I let it happen organically. And then you realize, you look back and like, yeah, it didn't happen originally when it was planned, but it happened. Yeah, or it did, maybe all these things didn't happen, but everything that needed to happen did. did. 
everything is aligned for a reason mm-hmm. and whatever didn't happen this year it can happen I mean whatever whatever didn't happen last year can happen this year exactly. or it can happen in the years to come but you have to be willing to give yourself that room for restoration mm-hmm. I wish I had those definitions that my um bishop share I definitely don't have them because he was flying through them things in all of 45 <laughs> Say, minutes gonna catch me, you don't. okay but he was very intentional about giving different um I have to stop saying um but giving different levels or different examples of restoration and mm-hmm. what it can mean for you so maybe it's restoration for you and your family maybe it's you restoring something that you never even thought you lost Maybe mm-hmm. it's restoration for things your family was supposed to receive, but now you're here to break that general curse and receive generational curse, excuse me, and receive it for them. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's literally levels mm-hmm. to this stuff. Didn't even think about it that way. You you have to. That blew, no, I was like, wow, wow, <laughs> Bishop. Like, wow. So that's how we coming in twenty twenty. Wow, I like that, but it it made sense for where I was. Mm-hmm. I just for a very long time I felt. Or we'll have this, like, nudge that would be, like, something is missing. Something has to change. I don't know what it is, but whatever was stolen from me, I'm getting it back. And, again, not necessarily, like, a tangible thing, but Mm -hmm. whether it's your joy, your peace, your mental awareness, just being able to sleep at night or whoever. It could be anything. You're on a mission. Mm -hmm. I'm on a mission to get it back. Right. It matters. So, yes. <laughs> 2020 has been... I mean, again, we only 16 days in, but... Yeah. <clears throat> 2020 so far has exceeded my expectations. And again, I kind of feel like it's a continuation from last year because the word that we got from church last year for New Year's um, was all in all. So, when I say a word, I mean, like, this is what you should expect. Mm-hmm. And my pastor gave us that one for our church specifically. He was like, "You're gonna be all in all of what God can do." And I went, when I tell you, I was all in all. I was <laughs> shook. No, like I was like, "Wow, I can't even believe like I can have this, or that you're trusting me with this." Mm-hmm. And for it to to roll around and be 2020, and it's like now you're gonna be restored. I'm grateful. Like, over the moon. Still a little shook. Because that was surreal. That was a very surreal moment. And I had my two best friends with me um, at church. But I was like, whoa. (laughs) This feels right. I know this is right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 2020 part A. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. It's only Jamie. And that's okay, though. Yeah. Because think about everything that you've... <clears throat> so, okay. So, yeah. Let's stay on the point of restoration. Because I feel like it's very important. Think about everything that you thought you lost. Or that you thought you should have had. And think about you're doing life without it. It doesn't mean that it's good or bad. It just means you survived it. Mm-hmm. You can live without it, but if God sees it fit, you can have it. Right. And 
there's a lot of things God didn't see fit. Yeah. And I was trying to make it fit. And God was like, nah. I was telling Kendall the other day, I was like, I just need to stop trying to put this square through this triangle and just let God be God. Because it's not going to work out. And you never realize when you're doing the most. (laughs) Until you look back and you're like, but it'll show up physically. You're burned out. You're mm-hmm. anxious. You're depressed. Like, you can literally feel it when something isn't right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of us spend a lot of time ignoring that feeling. That gut feeling that we know when something just isn't right or yeah. meant for us. But we try to make it meant for us because it mm-hmm. feels good and we want the idea of it. Mm-hmm. Girl. <laughs> the on the head. Yeah. But that's why, like, thinking that on like a lot of projects that mm-hmm. I used to because the crazy thing about it is for like you know my 50,000 things I always have ideas for sure do but you <laughs> see how they kind of like filtered out a little bit yeah. but there are still things that I'm very um adamant about and it's because they always keep popping up and so I spent I've been spending a lot of time like thinking and reworking and pivoting everything to like get back on the track that I originally well not I God originally gave me the vision for and so a lot of things that I will text you about like, <laughs> 12 in the morning so they filter out, out which is okay but take the ultimate vision and my relationships there. with people too um I feel like I've tried to overextend myself and overwork to make people fit into my life Mm-hmm. And I wanted these ideas of people, just like you want an idea of a business and brand to excel. You want these ideas of people um, and how they fit into your life to excel. And people disappoint you. Yeah, they <laughs> People disappoint you. But you kind of have to just take it for what it is. Take the lessons from that and move forward. Because like you said, you can live without these people in your life you can live without these things in your life especially if they weren't meant for you you Mm -hmm. were meant to live without them and if you don't god will force it out he will force Force it it. he will force it away and not in a violent manner but if you ain't listening he gonna make you listen he gonna get your attention real quick right and it's crazy when god wants you to be still he will remove everything in your life so that you can be still when i say it is a mean sit down like yeah. sit your tail down and if you don't bet I got something <laughs> for you uh, I'm gonna take everyone away yeah he will give you that time of isolation You when and when you're going through those periods of isolation or su- to, such as I am now <laughs> when you just have a lot of free time um, that's when you should be praying that's when you should be fasting that's when you should be working on what he told you to work on if he's already give you the vision for it it's time to put in that work, excuse me, behind it to see it happen fruitfully and faithfully. There's nothing worse. And I've learned plenty of times about doing stuff without adding that about girl. But <laughs> I just tell you what we learned on Wednesday. Oh, God. Well, when I tell you, it would be a train wreck. It, it And it's like, yeah, it works, but... It's not your best work. Yeah, and you'll be mad because you just wasted your time and effort. And God looking at Bruh. you like, if you would have just listened to me, you wouldn't have had to do none of this. But, okay, girl, whatever you want to do. So we always you. think we know best. And that's that's crazy. Like, I think about that often. And I just kind of let the thought fizzle mm-hmm. out. But 
it's really wild how we really think we know best because we've been this person in this body our entire lives. But who you think? Who do you think created it? Right. He knew you before you knew yourself. Like there is, it takes no time to get down on the knees and pray, or step in the bathroom stall away from work, or even just say a little quick prayer. So that's like, Lord, give me provision. Mm-hmm. For this situation that you that is presented to me, because if you ask, he, he will surely sh- tell you. The one thing I <laughs> sometimes I be like trying to avoid it, but when I ask God to like remove things and people who are not, yeah. and He do it. He's like hard. that. He do it so quick, and I'm just like, wait, 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 wait. Because it's like people will stop texting you, or right? People will do some shady stuff, like you get the ghosted. very next. Dang. Yeah, it's like, okay, let me show you. It was just like, okay, I didn't mean right now. <laughs> but you know, cool, 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 cool. He is not in the business of wasting time. Right, because he has laid out the blueprint. Like, I see so much, like, so many things clearly about where they're going to go. Most of the time, I just be lazy. I don't feel like you doing all that. But I keep it <laughs> if we're being honest, I'd be like, bruh, that is a lot of work. But it's also meaning I have to step outside of who mm-hmm. I thought I was and who I was comfortable with being um, to lay out those plans and make those plans become my reality. And it's hard, man. It is hard. It's hard because you have to do things that you're not comfortable with doing. You have to talk to people you don't want to talk to. You have to really, like, become you have to really step into the person you were meant to be and that is scary it you know what (laughs) here's the tea on that i used to think it was very trust me i know that feeling but you're someone who's in their mid to late 20s (laughs) it's okay okay because i don't look like it but (laughs) um the thing about fear is that it's something we definitely perpetuate ourselves mm-hmm. yes it can be difficult to talk to somebody who you've never talked to to go for that opportunity that you know you need to go for right. or just the ebb and flows of every day it can feel scary we gotta touch on feelings at some point <laughs> But when you do it and when you get in the routine of doing it, it becomes second nature. Like that fear that you have became second nature because no one ever pushed you out of it or you just didn't know how to let it go. And that's not any that's not your fault or anyone's fault for that matter. But it's definitely something that I remember being like. 22, 21, 22, stressing over stuff that you need to be stressed about. Mm-hmm. Little stuff like, oh, I have to call this person, or I have to go talk to this person, or, oh, right. I don't want to. And when you really look at it, it's like, well, this is going to propel you forward and get you out of that comfort zone, because God don't want you comfortable. Uh-oh. If 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 I learn anything, anything, <laughs> in, this, in these 26 years I don't been on this earth, your comfort is not his first thought. If it makes you comfortable, one, you're holding yourself back. Two, 
you're holding his kingdom back. Three, you're holding back the people that you're supposed to help. Right. Because everyone's here. I don't care if you don't believe it, you're going to believe it today. Everybody is here because he has a purpose for you. If you don't get out of that comfort zone, if you don't do the things that you've never done, if you are resistant to change, you are forever going to be frustrated in the same place, in the same space as you were last week or three, four years ago. I'm saying an hour ago. An hour ago or five minutes ago. If you want to see a change, you have to change. You can't be in this same routine of, oh, well, that don't work for me. I don't do things like that. Starts with your mind. Like mm-hmm. you have to have a mindset of I want to do better. I want to be better. I don't want to be in the same place. And then from your mind, it translates into how you move with your spirit. Mm-hmm. Like you're not gonna be able to go forward if your spirit isn't in the right place. And so it's you not... have to, you have to get it together. It moves cohesively. Oh, girl, that's a word. That's, <laughs> let me tell you something. That is a complete word because it's the truth. That's the that's the truth. If your spirit isn't correct, it don't matter not, what you do. It don't matter. You it ain't never matter. gonna be okay. And you know, again, you may not believe that tonight. <laughs> Here on, on January 16, twenty twenty, at nine sixteen p.m., <laughs> you may not believe that, but I am telling you, we are telling you, <laughs> it is true. Your spirit has to be intact. And feeding your spirit is literally feeding yourself correct physically, mm-hmm. feeding yourself mentally, emotionally, emotionally right. not emotionally goes into being not being overly emotional mm-hmm. or allowing like, oh, I'm angry. So I'm going to be angry for the rest of the day. Not everybody around you pissed off because you angry. Right. Oh, my God. That was like my biggest pet peeve when people project their anger onto others and completely just like change everybody around them. That's- Cause you, it's real. Like it's heavy. You gonna make is this person gonna be like, well, dang, what I do to you? And now this person mad, and now everybody in the room mad. Everybody in the office mad because you mad. And the thing is, you could be mad because somebody cut you off in traffic. And look exactly. where we are. <laughs> <laughs> and look, you done ruined the whole day. I was like, did that person follow you home? No. no? So what you mad for? <laughs> <laughs> like it's crazy, but it's like you don't realize that until you're in the middle of it or. You're like really reflecting, or sometimes for me, journaling. <laughs> that I'm like, oh girl, you have to fix your attitude. You have to fix it now. I am the queen of realizing, like, if something isn't right in my life, nine times out of ten, it's me. It's not, you can't blame anybody else for how you react. Ten times out of ten, it's another person for me, but you know. Anyway. <laughs> We're going to work on that. <laughs> and it's not even blaming. It's not blaming yourself at all. It's definitely being, it's being honest and right. saying, yes, this person may have done me wrong, but I choose how I react. Mm-hmm. I can either give this person control and be dumb mad about it. Right. Or what I am learning. I can let it go and let life happen and just let it Whatever. It's whatever. And we back. You're annoying. But, <laughs> but it's yeah. like you don't want to harbor that anger because it's ultimately going to stop you from doing what you need to do in life and kind of getting over that because people are, are going to treat you how 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Say it. No, I was thinking about this tweet um, that somebody tweeted. It was basically saying um, how you treat people is like how your like is your spirit and like how people mm-hmm. just treat you is theirs. Mm-hmm. So people are gonna treat you like really. I feel like people treat you how they kind of feel about themselves ultimately. Yeah. It's, it's two ways of looking at that, but that's definitely one of them, for sure. And so, with everything that kind of has been going on, it's just like, I had to realize that the way I have been treated, it has nothing to do with who I am mm-hmm. and who Taylor is. It's kind of them projecting all their yeah. feelings onto other people and I can't let that stop me from what God has destined me to do in this area of my life and so mm-hmm. yeah I still I still got a lot of growing to do in that area but I had to realize who do I want to be yep like and what do I want to leave and what how do I want to help people mm-hmm. so one they don't ever feel the same way that I feel but also how are we going to change things and move things and have things grow in a positive way so that this cycle doesn't continue? Yeah. No, they are. <laughs> um, regardless of what we've acquired <clears throat> in this life, and I had to realize that even with having a degree, mm-hmm. I had to realize, like, girl, get off your high horse and humble yourself. Right, because everybody got a degree. At this point, mm-hmm. but it's not even about that. It's just with everything you've acquired in this life, accomplishment-wise, it's only going to matter on paper. Right. Things that matter the most is, one, how you treat yourself, because that's how you'll treat others, mm-hmm. and two, are you going to decide? That was a very, very difficult time for me to decide, like, mm-hmm. and this was, like, November. Didn't talk about it much because it was something I had to really take up with myself. <laughs> and when I say decide, it's, am I going to fit into this box that I have been groomed to fit in? Or am I not? We know the answer. <laughs> you can't put me in a box. It's hard. It's really hard because I will. I'm not having it. And I had to realize. And when I say groom, I mean the first girl on my daddy's side to get a degree. The this third person overall. Mm-hmm. Or just seen as this very just I don't want to say the word perfect because I'm definitely not but just very like dainty delicate very just oh you can do no wrong person and not that I'm just out here just busting eggs but (laughs) (laughs) it's like am I gonna allow myself to have that pressure put on me Mm -hmm. or I'm gonna or am I gonna be myself and just you know Y'all, I'm not perfect, family. I love y'all, but I'm not perfect. 
Yeah. Y'all weren't with me in the library crying to see that. And there were a plenty of times. <laughs> I was in the library or student center crying my eyes out because I was like, dang, do I really want this degree that bad? And, but it's those moments that build you up to make you decide. Um, I was watching this video. We all know I love YouTube. <laughs> and it was a Jackie Ina video. It was back in maybe it was August when she recorded it. Mm-hmm. But it was like a get ready with me talk tutorial. But she was discussing, and I think about this video a lot, <clears throat> um, destiny. Like you are, you choose your destiny. You make it. You are, what did my pastor say? He said... In so many words, you are the captain of your faith. In so many words, he said that. Mm-hmm. And it made me think back to that Jackie Aina video because, again, that was at a time when I had my first big girl job and it looked really good and it sounded really good, but I love it. Not necessarily, you know, the connections were there, the pay was okay, but... <laughs> It just looked and sounded really good to those who had never experienced it. And those are the moments when I found myself at my desk overlooking Georgia State in our beautiful (laughs) Atlanta skyline and thinking, is this the life that I want behind a desk? And that's specific to work, but I had other thoughts. But is this the life that I want to project and... If I'm the, the, if I have some control over my outcome, Mm -hmm. is this the picture that I want to paint for myself? And clear as day, the answer was no. And I think that when you have those moments, again, where you're like, Taylor needs to figure out who she is, or you may need to figure out who you are, if you're listening, (laughs) you have to have that quiet time to determine who you are. Right. Everybody's not going to like you. Everybody's not going to love you. Your family and friends are all, aren't always going to support you. But as long as you're happy or at peace with the decisions that you're making that one positively and outwardly reflects you and it doesn't hurt anyone, that's all that matters. And that's like a very long time for me to come to grips with. Like, that was hard. And it was only hard because you have this pressure from people to be, oh, you're so you have to be a certain way. And I don't know, you don't do that or blah, blah, blah. Girl, when I got my nose ring, they doggone near flipped the table. I was like, first of all, I'm an adult. <laughs> Second of all, it's literally just a nose ring. When I switched it to the hoop, it was even funnier. (laughs) But regardless, you know, you have to make decisions for yourself. You have to, I don't even want to say be grown enough, but you just have to be willing to get your feelings hurt for a little bit to get that tough skin And to say no to a lot of people that you love or people that you once looked up to because I've had to do it too. I'm like, what worked then does not work for me now. And this relationship cannot continue. And those conversations suck. 
Because you really do love the person, but you're going to have to love them from a distance. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. You don't owe anyone on this earth any piece of you. Not at all. Even in the first episode, <laughs> man, Taylor Danielle Johnson, nobody's going to tell Taylor Danielle Johnson how to be Taylor. Hey. But that's a moment for you. That's a thing. That's a mantra for Taylor. You say it until you believe it. Right. <laughs> Thank you.